Hello everyone, welcome to Nerdy People Play D&D, where we play games with pens, paper, dice, and our imagination. Thanks for joining us. Hi. Hi everyone, welcome to Nerdy People Play D&D, where one out of these six people has a wonderful case of hay fever. Can we guess who it is? That's right. Excellent. So, how's everyone doing tonight, by the way? We all good? Pretty good. Right. Yeah. Breathing yeah. freely. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was that was uncalled for. <laughs> Need take vengeance on Shirk. Um, oh, sorry, anyways, did I say that out loud? Oh my goodness, I didn't mean to. Um, so everyone, welcome back to Nerdy People Play D&D. We are playing in the Margrave. Um, and I've got the five people with me that will be playing with me. Um, let's just have us quickly introduce who we are and who we are playing as. Uh, Cameron. I am playing Tikamir, the clockwork wizard who has been lost and rusted solid in the Margrave for some time, only to be rescued by a vigorous greasing by our other heroes. Vigorous may not be the right word, but we'll, we'll go with it. Um, Dan. Da uh, sorry, hi, sorry, I... Daniel. Sorry. Uh. I'm doing this in like, you know, order of people on my Skype thing. I let Skype That's decide. <laughs> I am playing uh, Grizz, the, the, the lovable uh, bear folk barbarian, who is learning how to, uh, to be angry still. Excellent. I look forward to when that happens. Um, Anthony. Uh, I'm playing Hoonan, Ravenfolk Bard, who has just learned how to uh, charm large amounts of people with his beautiful chirpin. Lovely. Um, Heath. Hello, I'm Heath. I'm playing Huddleford the Arena, a.k.a. Hedgehog Folk Druid. Lovely. And Dan. Hi, I am Dan. I am playing Chirk, the Piney Ranger. Lovely. And I'm Josh. I'll be playing everyone else. So, in our last foray around the Margrave, you guys agreed to do a job to get some enchanted honey for a merchant. Um, you met up with a uh, an old lady in the forest by the name of Baba Migori, who put to you, look guys, maybe don't be jerks. Maybe try and work things out peacefully with the forest where you can. And also, please rescue a child by the name of Lila. Does that all sound pretty familiar to everyone? Yep. 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 Lovely. And there was a bear so, folk woman. Yes. So as you, oh, yeah. as you continued on, you heard the screaming of a bear folk. Um, you came into a, an open area with a lush carpet of grass instead of the underbrush underbrush rather you've been fighting so, fighting so hard all day see people this is what happens when i have hay fever not just to my sinuses shut down my brain slowly asphyxiates itself to death it's great um <laughs> this area is dominated by a singularly large tree its trunk possibly 15 feet in width a woman stands at its base gazing up don't move stay still she calls up worry in her voice And um, I leave it to well, the I, 
I believe I'm riding on Chirk's shoulders, yes? And we've all just, we've all had um, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, Tyler's cast on us. Yes, all still yeah. under the effects of clockwork magic to make us as tireless and strong as machines for 24 hours. I hope you're holding on, Huddleford, because if we're being asked by someone in the forest to stop, Chirk is definitely going to come to a stop. So if we're moving fast, there might be a bit of momentum there, so I hope you've got a grip. I, I sure have. Excellent. I, I'm not going to make anyone make a roll for that. I mean, it's tempting, but no, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm okay. Excellent. So you have you have come across a, uh, come across rather, a, a bur... Oh, God, this is terrible. A bear folk lady who is screaming up at a tree. Oh, she's not talking to us. No. Oh. Ah. Um, don't move stay where you are she, okay. she's gazing up she's, into the tree can we can can we see if there's anything we can see in the tree or is she screaming at the tree um as you come over you look up and you can see in the tree rather close to the top and when i say close to the top this thing is about 70 feet or tall so mm -hmm. it's a big tree you can see a tiny little figure up the top that looks like it could be a smaller bear folk Kind of waving. Uh, Hello. Makes sense. Oh, well, look, if we can see it waving, I'm going to wave back. The bear now waves to you. <coughs> um, I plant person. <laughs> um, okay, I definitely have to introduce myself to this poor screaming bear folk lady at this point. Um, trying not to giggle at the, the figure at the top of the tree. Uh, and just introduce myself as Chirk and ask if there's any way we can be of assistance. There doesn't seem to be oh, yes. a problem Please, that we can see. My, my boy, he, he, he can't come down and, and, and I can't go up because... And you follow her frantic fingers and, and, and pointing and you see nestling in the branches what looks to be a very, very large spider about halfway between the mum and the little bear cub. He can't get down there. I can't get up. I can't go up. Oh, please, please, would you help me? Large how? Like fist size or like car size? Uh, closer to car. Like, okay. That, that bit is bigger a bit than German okay. Shepherd. <laughs> okay. Um, well. I'm, I'm guessing at this point that the, the little... Uh, the little bear at the top of the tree is completely oblivious to this spider given the cheery wave that was just given given to us. Well, I mean, I said cheery wave. The, the, if you could see 70 feet and discern facial expressions from that uh, kind of distance, you would certainly see the fact that this um, little bear folk cub does not look happy. They are clearly oh, okay. upset with how things are right now. Does the spider look like it's heading up or it's just chilling? It looks like it's just kind of chilling, but it also looks like one of those spiders that is more the kind of jump out and grab you when you don't know what's going to happen. Like, it's very well camouflaged against the tree. The fact that she pointed it out is the only reason you saw it. It's an abracadabra spider. Um, Pretty much. Okay, I'll say, hello, uh, I can help. Okay. And I'd like oh, to leap you. off. Thank you so much. 
That's okay. And I'd like to leap off Chirk's back and cast Barkskin on myself. And as a bonus action, turn into a giant spider. <laughs> and then use my full speed to go up the tree. Okay, you do so. And I get... Are you, are you trying to sneak 50, or are you trying 50 to... 50 foot up the tree and I would like to sneak. That would be great. Okay. Roll, roll me a, a sneak. Oh, just scroll nice. to the bottom of the chat. Seamless. 20. Really? Awesome. I'm just gonna... All right. There's no way I can spot you. So you're able to sneak very, very close to the spider to the point where you certainly could attack it quite easily. I mean, it is hiding among the trees and just kind of slowly inching its way up to that small bear. I mean, he clearly doesn't know it's there because otherwise he'd be really, really screaming. So if you wish to attack, make me an attack roll. Oh, I get a free one. Well, you, you snuck really, really well. So, yeah. Okay, I'd, I'd cool. allow that as a sneak attack. Uh, okay. Do I want to attack the spider? Yeah, why not? Um, I don't know if this will work on a spider, mm. but I'm going to try to web the spider. Okay. I like the poetic justice. Oh, a 10. That's probably not great. A 10 is not enough to hit the spider, no. So while you web though, uh, I'll get each of the rest of you down the bottom just to roll a quick initiative. Uh, cool. Thing. If this is a new round, I'll use the rest of my movement to get up to the kid. Chop. Oh, 22 initiative. Yeah, I saw, I saw the initiatives coming through. I'm like, oh, right. Oh, I forgot to select my token, so I probably didn't go into the list. This, this spider's not got long for this world if that's, ooh. Yeah, it rolled a 10, we have a 19, a 20, and a 20, and we have another 20. Yep. And another 20. Nice. Oh, that's oh, a 20. That's, that's actually a 22. Um, my D&D Beyond link roll, roll 20 <laughs> Beyondness is not working. That's wonderful. I just realized I don't have a pen and paper on me, so I'm going to be doing <laughs> so this sad. very, very, very manually, very, very quickly as I go. Typical though, the first time I roll a high initiative and I'm still last. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're yeah. second last. You're second last. Dead last is the spider, which I suspect the word dead is about to be extremely appropriate for it. <laughs> okay, so between the two 22s, which of you has got the high dexterity? Because they've got a, like. 16 plus 3. I think they're the same, are they? Are they the same? Uh, oh, we've got the same wisdom. Ah, oh, wisdom, that's um, Okay. Mine's, uh, de my dex is 14, so plus two. Okay, well, easily sold. Um, Huddleford, it's your turn first. I'm spry. <laughs> uh, mm, okay, well. Uh, should I check to see if my web recharged? Yeah. So that is a, a 1d6, I believe. Mm -hmm. 
And we need a five or a six. Oh, one, two, six. Nope, doesn't recharge. Nope. Um, I think I'll just... Oh, wait, I moved up to the kid, didn't I? Uh, you said that's what you were going to do, yes. Yeah, okay. Um, so how far am I away from the kid? Um, he's a, I said he was about 70 feet in the air, and you can, me and you can move about 30 feet, so you'd be... You'd be within feet, about 10 feet. 10 feet. Yeah, okay. Uh, cool. Um, oh, geez. I don't know. Did he seem, does he seem scared by me? Because I don't know if you saw me transform or not. What I'll do is I'll just roll a quick, uh, like a, essentially like a d20 just to see if he noticed what you did on the ground. Okay. He did not notice and he starts screaming very loudly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> The mum is not impressed with your child handling abilities. Well, I think because the kid's freaking out, I might instead attack the um, spider again and just try to bite it. So I'm going to move back down to where the spider is. And I got a natural 20 for a 25 hit. Constitution oh, yeah. DC 11 uh, save. And yeah. what have I gone here? Five and nine, is that right? 14 damage, is that? Well, generally, what I like... Oh. Oh, well, I rolled a 1. Okay. Although I think I rolled it incorrectly. There we go. Oh, 10. Right. Um, okay, so I don't think it passed his constitution check. So, the way so I've always done this... Oh, he's going to take poison damage, so yeah. So take another 7... So you take you, another seven poison damage. Pieces. That's great. Okay, so and you're poisoned. It takes eight plus three, so it takes eleven all up. Can you give me a one d eight, please? So okay. Eight. eight. <sighs> okay, so it took the full damage from the bite which is yep. wonderful. So that's a full uh, 19 points of damage. And I can see you gave me a 2d8 up here. Yeah. Uh, what was... That was 7, correct? Yes. That was the poison. That's 26 in total. Cool. Perfect. Your wonderfully strong fangs pierced directly into the brain casing of the spider and it tumbles out of the tree nice. dead awesome great I, because I hadn't worked out what my new AC was with um, buckskin that would have been awkward <laughs> <laughs> I just would have rolled the dice and we could have just said yes or no that's fine yeah wonderful so do we, do we know which spider was which? What does your spider form look like, Heath? Um, it looks... It's the same colour as me. It's brown. And it's got... It's still got the same colour spines as me on its back. So it sort of looks like half... Like a bit like a big huntsman, but kind of... It, it sort of looks a bit like me as well. It's brown with the kind of tan-coloured spines on the back. Mm. I, I would also potentially add, like... Every spider 
has got like those little hairs on it. In the case when Huddleford goes into a spider or something else, it's got like slightly longer hairs, like form into tiny little spikes to say, this is a hedgehog. Yeah. Excellent. So the, 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 the mum is screaming at this point, but I mean, she, she realizes that it's, she then realizes that it's you. She's like, it's okay. It's all right. It's okay. He's a good spider. He's a good spider. Um, um, from what you, sorry. Okay, and does the kid react? He calms down immediately and stops screaming. Although, when you look at him, you can see that he is quite stuck. Like, he, he, you can see that he just doesn't know how to get himself down. Okay. Um, Do you reckon you can carry him down as a spider? I could try. I can, so, I guess, grapple him? Or can he ride on my back? What I would say is you need to make a successful strength a DC. Okay, I'm a large beast. You are. Ending game. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> hey, wait, I'm on keto, come on. Um, okay, cool, strength. Do I, so I do the spider. I, I meant it in a nice way because Heath is my friend. No, I'm only teasing. I'm, I don't care. Um, I rolled a six. Oh, not good enough. So you yeah. go to try and lift the child, but I mean, he's a, he's a hefty lad. Bear folk are big people and, and they're, they're bulky. Uh, I'll, I'll put, they're, they're, he's got some husk. Okay. And you, you feel, I mean, even with your ability to hold onto the tree, you feel yourself like start to tumble. Okay. So... Give me a dexterity save. Oh, okay. Could I also assist with Mage Hand to try and just steady the boy? Uh, Mage Hand can the, 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 hold the, the bear. 10 pounds. I'm not trying to take the entire weight, but just enough to, Frick my to balance maybe give him a help. Yeah. Like I the mean, back you, of the seat. I would allow you to bardically inspire him, but Mage Hand, I can't see that making anywhere enough of a difference. Like, come on, Dex Huddleford, you can do it. Dex, like, Dex save of 22. Dex save of 22 is easily enough. So you're able to catch yourself kind of halfway down. You manage to get a couple of, like, feet lodged quite nicely in when you go... Like, cool. So, yeah, you're safe. Well, I'll give it another go, I guess. Yep. Can I just try again? Is that how yeah, that, how you can just try again, yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, a little bit more cautious this time. Now that you recognize that he's a big, chunky boy, yes. Okay, uh, as a spider, I've done a strength check of 17. And that is easily enough for you to continue the way to the rest to the ground uh, safely and happily with a now much, much, much happier little bear boy on your back. A bear boy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll, when we get to the ground, I'll turn back into me. Oh, Mum, did you see how high I got? <laughs> yes, I did. What did I tell you about climbing that tree? Don't. Yes. Get along inside. Get along inside. I... She, she has the, the air that every mother has had when her child has had quite a moment 
and she just needs to kind of mentally reset a little bit. Th- thank you so much, Adventurous, that, that you came along. That was... Oh my god, that was traumatizing for me. <sighs> and then she does that thing where she fans her face with her, with her paws that you can't see because I don't have my webcam on. <laughs> okay. And I just realized that. Hey, hey, Grizz, don't bears normally climb trees? Yeah, I think so. That's pretty normal. Why would she be freaking out then? Because of the spider. Also, she's a mother. That's just (laughs) going to happen, (laughs) as I understand it. He's a baby bear. You know, you really shouldn't let the boy get so far away from you if you don't want him to get eaten by spiders. (sighs) Ordinarily, I wouldn't, I. But I just turned my back for a moment and and he was gone. Oh, hello, Joseph. Good night. It's the bear. Good night, Good night. Good night. Yeah, it's my bear cub. <laughs> Get along with Bye, the bear. guys. Bye. Bye. That'll stay in, because that was, that was cute. Aww. <laughs> well, yes, I... Ordinarily, I wouldn't let him out of my sight, but I just... I just turned my back, and... And the little... And, and, and Obaya was up the tree. I couldn't stop him. Obaya? Yeah. Obaya. He doesn't know bear. Oh, my name's Huddleford. How are you? Oh, I'm, I'm lovely. lovely. Oh, just just watch, just watch out there. And um, she she digs into her satchel and and she and she takes out like a small scroll. Um, this is a look. It's been in the family for for, for years. My 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 husband's great grandfather's father or some such was 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 some kind of druid. And and I want you to have this. She gives that to you. Thanks. You obviously don't use it if you've had it for years. Well, no, I, I, I don't have the, the, that ability with magic, but I'm, I'm, I'm good at cooking and, and, and raising bear cubs. Like that one, who's, who's going to get a talking to later tonight. Ah, That's good raising bear cubs, is it? Oh, sh- I hate to see what you do with the bad ones. I'm not going <laughs> to make any remark about Grizz right now. He can sort his own business. Okay, can I, I um, open the scroll and have a look? Sure. Do an uh, and Cam, can you give me a uh, perception roll, please? Can we just assume I fail? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I haven't filled it in. Pa- perceptions off, is it intelligence or wisdom? Uh, wisdom. Yes. Wiz. Wisdom. Wisdom. <laughs> That's not good. That's not very good. That's a five. Um... With a five, you don't notice anything. Um, the rest of you, though, are enchanted by the sound of some lovely wood chimes. Uh-oh. Like, when you say enchanted by... No, like, no, I don't mean magically. Like, you mean literally? Wind chimes. It's nice. It's when just this lovely... Happens. It's just this lovely tinkly sound of, of, like, you know, just bits of metal being knocked together. Um... The scroll is a spell of animal friendship. Oh, okay. Could be useful. Scroll of animal friendship. Yeah. Thank you. Well, uh, I don't mean to hold you up any longer, but... uh, Oh, oh my God, my porridge! And she runs directly inside. 
like inside the cottage which nearby. Which that I missed a description of. Sorry. I yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a little cottage nearby. It's like, you know, thatched roof, chimney, small wisp of smoke curling out the top, two uh, circular windows with like, you know, the bisecting horizontal and vertical bars. Should there's also an apple pie on the ledge, on on cooling on the windowsill as well. It, it's as stereotypical as one could possibly get. <laughs> Grizz floats by the the, the on the draft of the smell. <laughs> as Grizz what reaches out to the pie, a wooden spoon smacks him on the paw. Says, "Not before dinner." <laughs> uh, what did she say? She dashed inside. I missed that. Uh, oh my god, my porridge! Because she smelled burning porridge. Oh, oh, okay, right, cool. Yeah, and Grizz, Grizz is. It's no up. longer just right. <laughs> they haven't seen a little girl named Lila, have they? I didn't get a chance to ask her. She ran away. She did seem a bit distracted. Um, where? What was the direction the the wind chime noise was coming from? Uh, just near the house. Okay, so from the house. Okay, near the house. There's, there's a tree near the house, and as you look, you can see um, what looks like just like kind of shards of metal. Just kind of gently tinkling against each other in the in the gentle breeze. Well, Chuck will go over and have a closer look. If if the if the music is that enchanting. Well, I say I say enchanting. What I should have said, you have a minorly a, a minorly pleasant experience. So it's a minor key. Oh God, I shouldn't have said that. Oh, music. <laughs> Sorry, that was quite a sharp remark. Uh, it fell flat. Oh, psychic damage, people. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, from from what you can see, it's a it's a set of wind chimes that have been hanging from a tree, made from essentially a, a kind of non-ferrous metal. Okay. Um, great. Yeah. I stop and admire them for a moment. You admire the wind chimes, and, and you feel a little bit better in yourself, like, yeah, that's nice. Excellent. Lovely. Um, you guys can move on as and when you wish. You, you, I mean, with Chirk being the ranger that they are, you do know exactly which way to go, because Chirk does not get lost in the forest. Nope. It is our uh, clockwork man's uh, spell still driving us once we kick off again. Uh, yeah. It lasts twenty four hours. I lost track of so, I lost yeah. track of time. Yeah, it does. Yeah, this was just like cool. a brief interlude of like twenty minutes. Nice. I mean, from within the house, you can hear, "Mommy, there was like a metal guy, and there was like a bear guy, like us, and there was like a bird guy, and there was like and there was like a like a little hedgehog guy, and there was and there was a plant guy." And she's like, "Yes, yes, yes. Shh, that's enough. That's enough now. Now eat your pie. Now come on. <laughs> There'll be pie if you eat it." I guess we can move on. You can. All right. You hopping up again, Huddleford? Yep. Cool. Climb up. He was already up there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Um, you guys are able to roll on through for the rest of the day. There's nothing particularly... Can I short rest while I'm on Chirk's shoulders? Yeah. I mean, you wouldn't be doing any, doing anything. So, yeah, that's fine. Great. Uh, I put I put, I put, put nice. down my hood, my hood then for Huddleford to curl up in. That is adorable. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds rad. 
Wonderful. So you guys are able to tromp through the forest for most of the rest of the day. As it approaches late afternoon, you hear a frantic cry for help and the sound of a large being crashing through the forest. Is it just me or are there a lot of people needing help in these woods? <laughs> They're dangerous. Yeah, yeah, some are grief, man. You don't, That's you don't, true. You don't mess around with it. Um, a large bellowing voice um, completely just like echoes off the trees around you. Um, each of you give me a perception roll. Not me. Nope. Oh, Not Jack. Oh, you. <laughs> I'm too busy whinging about the amount of people who need help in the forest. Exactly. <laughs> I, rolled a, I rolled a one. Sorry, I should have actually said that out loud. I rolled a natural one. How is Huddleford perceptive while he's asleep? I'm just like that. 22. Just <laughs> he he sits up bolt upright, his little ears pointing at the sky. Yeah. It's when you're not looking is when you see things. That's deep. So you see things often. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Does not surprise any of us at all. <laughs> Lovely. So, Chuck, you're unaware, like, you're aware of the noise, but the way that it's echoing off the trees gives you no idea of which direction it's coming from. Huddleford, though, with the yeah. 22, you're able to, like, you, you know exactly which direction it's coming from, and you can guide the party there if you wish. I know exactly which direction it's coming from, and then I point over towards it. Wonderful. Uh, what is well, I'll, your... if you, since you're on my shoulders, I'm definitely just walking until you say stop, basically, or something comes up. Well, you, you don't really need a lot of help because, I mean, within this small clearing, you can see a large ogre standing over a small female elf shade whose leg has been quite clearly tr- caught in a bear, in an old bear trap. She is shrieking and and, and just like holding it her like. Ah! And, and then looking up and, and seeing this tremendous form of an ogre standing over her. And... Uh, Chirk, Chirk is going to just run straight in and get between the Alshade and the ogre. I guess I'm going to. Sorry, Huddleford, you're yeah. coming. We you're coming will roll me. an initiative roll again. Yeah. Grizz is in does it, does it look like uh, the Alshade is um, threatened by the ogre in any way? Yes. Man, I'm rolling he, good he, tonight. He's he's you, st- you are on fire. Dude. Like I'm just waiting for Dan to roll. Like, sorry, Daniel to roll like a one. Or yeah, wait, wait for the combat. Then my my crits will come in. Don't worry. Sorry, um, <laughs> uh, Cam. An L shade is like if you took an elf and made them a centaur, but with a deer body, not a not a um horse. L shade. That makes perfect sense. I thought so. After well, it makes sense after I explained it. Um, and yes, the, the ogre is clearly threatening her because it's holding a large club over her head as she's caught in a bear trap and it's clearly, well, he does not mean well for her. Cool. Okay. Um, you guys can all... S- okay, Cam's probably going last. Yeah, with a zero, that's going to happen, yeah. isn't it? I mean, he's, he's going to be in the combat, which is wow. good. Wow! Okay. Natural um, one minus one, a zero. Yeah. Ouch. Okay, so what are all our initiatives? Starting at the top, we've got I Hulford. feel we just established mine. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty established. 
Okay, uh, 22 check. for Huddleford. Uh, no, 21, like... sorry, I lie. Hunin? Uh, 8. Okay, actually, the ogre is between Shirk and Hunin. I, I also have an 8 as well. Okay. What's uh, your dex? I think... Mine is 2. He's got Mine's the... a plus 2. I'll let you two roll off for it. Uh, so, do you two wish to... So what, just a single d20? D20 or one can say Oops. you go first. You go first. You sure? Sorted. Yeah, yeah, you go. So Huddleford, you have the first move. Uh-oh. Mmm. From Chirk's back. Ah, uh, okay. I would like to... cast... Fairy fire on the ogre. So I wave my stick around my head and then a sort of rainbow comes out of the sky and hopefully hits the ogre. And what does it do? It does each in a 20 foot area outlines. Does he get a saving throw? Yes, dexterity saving throw. Okay, this is not going to go off of him. My spell DC of 13. He got an 11. Haha. -ha. Okay, so what, what nice. color are your... What color is your fairy fire? It's a rainbow. We just... I think we established that previously. We did too. Um, yeah. So now he's all glittery in every color. Lovely. So the fire is um, crackling and it, it is shooting multicolored lights and shadow throughout the dense canopy of the Margrave. Yeah. Uh, is that your turn? Have you got anything Beautiful. else you can do? Um, I might... How far away from the ogre are we? You'd be about 30 feet. Uh, I threw myself in front of it if that was... Oh, yeah. So I'm on church back. Okay. The... I, okay, I'd say you're 15 yeah. feet then. Cool. Okay. Uh, mm, no, I'm good here. Okay. Excellent. Uh, next in the round of initiative is Shirk. Um, as I am moving up to it, as I approach, I will cast Entangle on it, uh, which is a spell that... I'm just getting the text up. Oh, that didn't work. Um, sorry, no, that didn't technically work into Roll20. It's The spell will be successful, I'm sure. Um, grasping weeds and vines spout from the ground in a 20-foot square starting from a point within range. The range is uh, 90 feet, so oh, easy. plenty of time distance there. Um, the plants turn the ground in the area into difficult terrain, and a creature in the area when the spell is cast must succeed on a strength-saving throw or be restrained by entangling plants until the spell ends, which is one minute. Okay. I'll roll their strength, which is actually... Ooh, it's usually pretty good, but they got a 10. And I'm pretty sure oh, your spell DC is better the, than that. The DC is 13. Lovely. So they are restrained, uh, and uh, you can use an action on your turn to make a strength check to free yourself uh, until either the spell ends or my concentration fails. Well done. Excellent. So the growing... Uh, I will also oh, continue to move up. I, I'll sort of cast that as I'm running and move up and stand uh, maybe less between the ogre and the owlshade and more just kind of behind the owlshade so 
But but you are, you are standing in such a way that you are guarding the L-Shade. That's, that's the intent, but with uh, outside five-foot melee range, if possible. Yeah, okay. I, I'd allow that. I mean, he was he was essentially at the, like, extremes of his range to hit her. Like, he would have had to take a couple of steps. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Cool. Um, so, grasping vines and, and weeds lift themselves out of the ground, wrapping themselves around his legs and just, you know, forcing his arms inward upon him. Um, you do notice that, I mean, a lot of the plants around this spell as well grow somewhat and a few flowers bloom, a few extra trees grow, a few like, you know, small shootlings of green and, and just a couple of extra little bit of plant life around, which is lovely. Well, when we fight as pretty. yeah, that's nice. Yeah, when we fight as pretty. It is. <laughs> now, it is the ogre's turn and he's going to try strength check and he's done even worse with a six. Yes. So the plants are continuously nice. growing over him and just holding his arms together. He is screaming both incoherently but also impotently. Good. And we move to the next in the initiative round, which is Hunan. Cool. You've got advantage uh, on your attack, buddy. Oh, nice. Nice. So Hunan, Hunan wants to test out his new toy that he got a couple of couple of episodes back. All right. Uh, so he he goes to make a uh, a punch from where he is uh, using his ring of ram to punch oh. the ogre. Uh, he's going to expend all three charges. Oh, oh, oh! And uh, he has to make a attack roll. So we'll see. I'm just going to see if I can do this from here. No, no, I have to do it the old way. Yep, the old way. And this Fuck is an advantage. Yes, you have advantage. Ooh, that's Doesn't that's a hit. Ram affect everything in a straight line. Cool. So that'll hit. Uh, it doesn't say so. I think it does. So it's it's two D ten per expended charge. Uh, it doesn't say in a straight line directly from them. I mean, otherwise, I mean, no, you would easily just have attacks enough movement anyone to that like I can see move around and circle, feet. circle strafe, and then fire without hitting yeah. choke or the L shade. So that's fine. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. So you you hit. So give me the um. So that's That's 34 points of force damage. Very nice. So, Anthony, paint us a picture with words as to how this happens. So I I make my my punching swing and out comes a spectral ram's head. And I imagine it, it, it it basically flies over to the ogre and then headbutts him. Straight in the face? Straight in the face. Straight in the face. I like it. So you see as this spectral ram head slams into the face of the ogre, completely just flattening his nose and just splitting his brow open. Um, Blood spews forth from this cut on his face and you see like several bone fragments as teeth fly out of his mouth. Cool. It was a good solid thunk. 
it, it was it was good. Cool. Uh, nice. Do you have anything further to do with your turn? I would I would just say, Oi, ugly, get away from her. I can't. I'm in fight. Um, yeah, <laughs> it could be a little difficult for him to do so. Um, um, he is he is supposed to be pushed back five feet. So does he take any damage from the vines I'm that he's grappled in? Gonna say no. No, no. They just restrain. There's no. Cool. Uh, yeah, there's no you, you just involved. you just see is like he cool, just cool. he just head like just smacks back. Um, nice. I was gonna be mean and, and give him like a, a disadvantaged strength check to see if he could break out, but no, that's mean. Um, Grizz. Uh, okay, so the second that we sort of saw what was happening, Grizz fire overtook him and he just instantly went into a rage and just charged in. So the whole time this was going on, he was running in. Uh, mm-hmm. So he's going to completely charge in and he's going to, even though he has technically has advantage already, he's going to recklessly attack, which would mm-hmm. normally give him advantage. But So he's just going to take the advantage against him because that's what I was going to do anyway. Um, okay. So he just attacks with everything he's got. Solid. I, I agree with staying in character. Luckily, because <laughs> that yes. was a crit fail. So... <laughs> 15 to hit. That will hit. Give me your uh, damage, please. That would be 7 damage. Wonderful. Where's the advantage from Fairy Fire? Would you still be able to... Or do they cancel each other out? If you got disadvantage... Only one advantage. Yeah. Yeah, So so with reckless attack... Three levels of advantage. Although that'd be great. I mean, he's on fire. He's wrapped up. He's been in the face. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. I mean, if if, um, Grizz had disadvantage from... The other thing, and then no, no, it no, re- reckless, just reckless attack. Re- reckless attack means you get advantage, but the ah. target also has advantage against you. Oh, I see. Yeah, which okay. in this case is wonderful because he's restrained, so he can't attack anyways. Got it. Um, but what you were saying there would cancel each other out, and you just have a normal attack in yeah. other circumstances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's it. I've just got the one attack for now. So that's that's me. I'm just yeah. going to try and stay close to him. Wonderful. So you bury your maul somewhere in the ribcage area, or, or where does Grizz hit yeah. him? Yeah, the easiest to hit, so he's probably pretty tall, so yeah, the, the solid, the easiest place, because he's just swinging that maul. Excellent. You hear a, Not really the, 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 the snap, crackle, and pop of a couple of ogre ribs breaking under the vines, and we come to Tikomir. Or Cameron, as he's otherwise known. Tikomir quickly taps the end of his cane on the ground and a small little mote of light emits from the end and drifts over in front of the face of the ogre before exploding into a little starburst. So uh, he has to make a charisma saving throw or take 1d8 damage. That's the starburst cantrip from the Uh, Weird Guard book. And he rolls a nat 20. Then he somehow manages to talk the light out of hurting him. I don't know that. <laughs> your light. He's not impressed with your light show. He's already too fabulous from the glitter. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. He can't <laughs> see it. The There's too much fire going on. Yeah. He doesn't notice anymore. Okay. Um, and we come back to the top of the round. Huddleford. Oh, okay. Um, I would like to uh, backflip off Chirk. And turn into a um, direwolf mm-hmm. as a bonus action. Yep. Uh, and then charge and attack the. Why did I turn into a direwolf? Too late, I am. And um, 
I'll try to bite. Okay. 23. Nice. Oh, that's definitely a hit. And you need uh, to no. a DC 13 Ooh. strength or you're not prone. Which I don't know if you can do if you're restrained. Maybe you're restrained and the vines tie up more. You'd have pack tactics as well. Yeah. And t- t- so 10... De- oh, yeah, you get... Yeah, but you've already got advantage anyway. Yeah, yeah already got... Yeah, so many advantages everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so he... The the ogre manages to stay upright, despite the fact that... Um, I'm assuming you're going for a bite. Where, whereabouts did you bite him? Um, I'll go, f- I'll go for the throat. Excellent. So you're able to dig your fangs in very close to the throat... There's a lot of blood now leaking from this deep wound in the ogre's uh, neck, and okay. he's clearly very, very much on his last legs as we come to Shirk. He takes 10 piercing damage. Yep. I put that in. That's some good damage. Uh, seeing that uh, everything is pretty clearly under control, Shirk uh, will uh, bend down and do what they can to uh, free the Alshade from the, from the trap. Okay, um, it's an old and rusted bear trap. Um, it's clearly been in the Margrave quite some time, and in order to open it, you would need to use you, you you would need to be reasonably strong in order to do so. So, how do you wish to open it? I mean, just like you know, flex muscles and pull, or how are you going to do this? Um, how how rusted is it? Is it something like a a good? Very. Uh, a good the, the fact, would, the, sh- would shatter the, it. The fact that it locked, um, that its mechanism actually worked, is actually something of a miracle. Although now it has worked, it, it's clearly bitten very deeply into her leg. Yikes. Hmm. Uh, let me just... I'm just thinking, do I have any... I don't really have any blunt instruments, so I might have to go the strength route. Okay. So let's see if I can just tear this thing apart with my hands. All right. Uh, give me a strength roll, please. Uh, seven. Seven, no. So you're able to grip it, but... I'm a bit weighty. No. It, it does no, not move okay. under your administrations. Can I uh, ask her if, like, if she's okay or she needs any medical assistance uh, out of character aware that I won't be able to do anything now that I've used my uh, just, just just the leg and and, and that <laughs> she points at the ogre well, that's that's <laughs> that's under control that's it that's under control um, and yeah that's all I can do okay um, oh wow my second night 20 for the night there you go guys the ogre bursts from the vines as you say that's under control Ah, <laughs> the vines are torn well, it was, immensely. It was, it was under control, and the ogre readies an attack for its next round. Um, but in the meantime, it's Hunan. Cool. Um, I see that the ogre is pretty well in hand at the moment, so I. It's still alive. I, 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 love, the vote of, I love the vote got... of confidence, guys. Thank you, but um, but it's got, it's got a dire wolf hanging off its throat. <laughs> Uh, it's got a grizz next I, to it. Yeah, it's He's got just a, getting it's into got, it. It's got a grizz there. Um, so I'd like to use Mage Hand to try and uh, get this bear trap off. Again, Mage Hand can only move. Um... So I can use it. 
I can use my action to control a hand. I can use it to manipulate an object, open an unlocked door or container, stow or retrieve an item from from an open container. Uh, yeah, my, my only issue is that Mage Hand can only carry about 10 pounds, and this has got a lot more than 10 pounds worth of pressure. Like, uh, it's, it's really stuck on there tight. And I wouldn't, cool. I wouldn't say no if it, if it was less than... If it was 10 pounds or less of pressure. All right, so if that's the case... You, you, can, you can do something else. I won't be just mean and just yeah. say, your spell dissipates, you suck, ha. Huh? You, you can do something yep. else. No, that's all right. I would I would assess that it's probably not going to work. So then, I just turn to the to the ogre, and I go, "You're going to die alone." Ouch! And uh, send uh, send a dissonant whisper. <laughs> okay. To it. I mean, it's true. I, yeah. Well, I, I mean, <laughs> aren't we all going to die alone when it comes down to it? I'm here. So That's a, is it wisdom <laughs> that needs to roll? Why did it do it twice? That's weird. Uh, yeah, wisdom. It got a ten, an eight. Sorry, Still eight. fails. Still fails. So it takes oh, six my... psychic damage. Ooh. Okay. So the this ogre is is pretty well gosh done dead at this point. However, um, I mean you, you you can feel the the mental strength of the ogre just crumbling as it sinks to its knees. And Grizz, uh, it's your turn. Okay, so I'm just going to snowball with his attack. So now he's getting the stride. He's just getting absolutely furious. Um, So I'm going to attack, and I'm going to keep my frenzy Mm -hmm. as backup. So he's going to attack twice. So let's do the first wild swing. Still reckless attack. I'm just going to keep that going. Oh, there you go, darling. Yeah, boom. So Nice. uh, That's what we want. Uh, and that is... Oh, yeah, that's right. I modified it already. So it dies... Wait, what is that? 20... It, if it, if you got that 20, 20... Wait, 31. 31 damage. 31 wow. damage. Nice. Yeah. Um, Daniel, tell me how you end this thing. He no, With the first swing where it hit his ribs, mm-hmm. uh, feeling for weak points, he then pulls back and just full swing. Baseball hits to the side of the head. Avoiding the wolf... Uh, and goes above the neck. And I would assume that his head would probably cave in too. Um, it's actually quite wonderful. Like, where you hit the head, the hammer sinks in. However, where the hammer comes out of the head, there's a tremendous level of impact and just spatters the ogre's skull and the contents across the clearing. It's not a pretty picture for anyone. Um, Hopefully the little girl's looking away. She 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 saw it she saw it coming, and so did the ogre. He had enough time to go. Well, guess that guess that raven guy was right. I am. <laughs> perfect amount of time. <laughs> Just the perfect amount of time. The disappointment. Excellent, and we're out of initiative. What would we care cool. to do, gentlemen? Uh, um, do we need to find something to? That? Yes, please. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll give it a bear. give it a, a strength pull. Uh, if you uh, do, any of you have a crowbar? I might. I don't think I do. If you have an adventurous I've, pack, you probably do. I've got a metal cane. No, I don't. That'll, That'll do. do. Let's use That'll that. Uh, that would Ricky give permission. Grizz or whoever wishes to do it an advantage on their strength check. Cool. Yeah, let's do that. All right. 
He's still in his anger Hulk mode. He's Daniel's back, <laughs> people. He is back. Um, Grizz, you you simply like tickle me like he he throws it to you without look. You do the no look catch with one paw, jam it directly in. There is a flex, and the trap just like is pushed in twain beautifully by nice. your wonderful strength and muscles. Nice. I'm assuming that would make the little girl scream out in pain. Uh, no, but she's pretty impressed. Uh, oh, the yeah. L-Shade um, looks at you. It's her front left foot that was caught in the trap. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, I'm Fraulein, a, a herbalist. Uh, what are you five doing in, in the Margrave? I'm going to turn back into me and say, Hello, I'm Huddlefoot. Would you like me to heal your leg? Oh, oh yes, please. Alright, I'll cast Cure Wounds. She heals for seven. Excellent. Her, her leg is perfectly healed. Like, you wouldn't even be able to tell there was a break. Um, as you cast this magic around her, though, you do notice that, um, like, some clovers and some small flowers bloom around where the spell uh, was cast. Hmm. She, she tested a couple of times. Like, she can't believe that it's just been so perfectly magically healed. But then she's like, oh, thank, thank you, travelers. Thank you so much. But um, what is your business here in, in the Margrave? Can, um, is it safe to talk here? Is, I mean, this uh, gesturing to the, yeah, the dead ochre, well, this is obviously uh, no longer an issue. But is it safe now. for a chat here or is there somewhere safer we can retire to? This place is usually safe. Usually we don't have ogre trouble here. Okay. Uh, well, we might come back to the ogre trouble later, but we've been sent to find... Lila? Uh, some... Well, Lila, definitely. Uh, and some bees with some honey. Yes. Oh. Purple flowers. Purple flowers. Purple flowers. Oh. If you can point us in the right direction or provide any advice... I, I assume assistance. you tell her magic bees. Because, like... Ethel Darwin Nan. Yeah, that's that's out of character. Dan, not really remembering Ethel Bowen. <laughs> yes, yeah, ba- yes, exactly oh. that. Mm, Bowen. Ethel, Ethel Downen. Yeah, yeah. Well, oh, yes, that's the one. Uh, yeah, you, you're going exactly the right way. If you hadn't been like lured over by my screaming, um, uh, yes, it, it's 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 just over there. I mean, those, those bees are well known, and Lila. Oh, I I didn't know the poor girl was still with them. That's a thing. Uh, yeah. Um, no, Baba, Baba Magori said that she was still there. Oh. And you, you met Baba Magori. How is she? She seemed well. I haven't she seen her since I was a little girl. <laughs> don't know what to compare it to. She might have been losing it. Yeah. <laughs> she, was, she was hungry. Uh, she... So, last, do you think you can show us the way? It sounds like you know this girl. Oh, I, I know of her. Most of us, most of us do if we know anything of the Fae. Uh, but I, I would, I, I, I'm not going near the Ethel Downen. I mean, that stuff's that that can be dangerous. Right? How? Can be fun too. Uh, well, it, it it if you spend too long there, you can see things that aren't there. Exactly. <laughs> I, when I read this, I just knew this is Huddleford's jam. 
<laughs> Honey. Um, yeah, well done. Is, does she know Brinia? <laughs> oh, uh, I know the name, but I... I mean, I heard, but I, nothing specific. I'm sorry. You just. I mean, I'd, I'd heard just, she'd set up some kind of camp or something. Someone called Brinia had, but... I mean, I don't know where. Oh, okay. But All yeah, right. the, the, the Eiffel Down and... Um, I mean, lots of people trade with those bees for their honey. I mean, as long as one is polite and, and reasonable, the, the queen's usually quite good. What do they What do they like to trade with? We have a ring. They, they're usually... I mean, a magical item is quite customary. Um, gold, not so much. I mean, it doesn't interest them. They have no need for it. <laughs> and I'm, <laughs> that, I'm pointing... Chirk has a ring. Oh, may, may I see it? Ring of warmth. Oh, uh yeah no i i put it on my finger didn't i yes um yeah. oh, it just holds out the hand and just demonstrates she, she, she the, the, oh. the piece of jewelry she doesn't quite get like a little jeweler's lupe out but uh oh that <laughs> that'll be lovely yes that that should get you quite a decent sized jar of honey if you wish do you know the queen not personally i mean i i i know a good deal about the flowers and i know if, if you're wishing to get there what well, once you're in the queen's glade all you need to do is just follow the, the the giant bees back to their home. Giant, yes. Like sense of scale, and like Huddleford giant, me giant. Um, what are we talking here? Huddleford would be a bit smaller than a German shepherd, right? Uh, this is a hedgehog tall. Foot tall. Mm, okay, about the size of a toddler, um, or, yeah. or a big preschooler, I should say. Sorry. Um, Oh, a little bigger. I mean, they're, okay. look, they're, they're, they're fine as long as you don't agitate them. Yes, just don't agitate them. And what agitates them? Usually the same thing that agitates normal bees. Bears? Not always. It, de- it depends. <laughs> if you go in there and, say, start fires and start kicking the walls, that will do it. Uh, but if, if one is a polite house guest... Then, I mean, it, it, it's difficult to say because they, they don't act like you or I. They're, they're, they're bees. They're just big and magical. What's your name? My name is Fraulein. 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 I heard that wrong. Fraulein, Well, thank you. I mean, I Chirk has gleaned everything that they fancy from this conversation, so... Uh doesn't want to say anymore wonderful doesn't have anything more to say she, Sorry, she, that was fun, fun she sticks living. with you um and she she's meandering along in the path she she's like oh look it's all you know it's all okay you know and she's just making conversation with you um oh can i can i ask her if she happens to know uh i've lost my notes from two weeks ago uh the person who trained me in the the Grove the, the, the jacked Elven Centaur Yes, the, who... the, the, jacked, the jacked fellow. Yes, oh, yeah. yes. I remember, I remember him well. <laughs> Dreaming ever since. <laughs> I don't know if that's Dan or Chirk. Um, that, was, that was Dan. <laughs> Bit of both. <laughs> you know, when I made that up in my head, I was like, I think I've got Dan's jam by now. I think I know what he's all about. C-A... Caruana. Caruana, that's it. Yeah. Sorry, I, I named him after a music producer who works with Professor Elemental. Um, 
Oh, Caruana the Guardian. I I don't know. Yes. I mean, I wish I knew him, but we all know of him. <laughs> he did great. He's from a good family. He's a, he's a lovely boy, lovely fellow. He was no. He was he was very very lovely. He takes um, his job very seriously, though. Not not one for love. That's that's true. Not a great sense of humor. Not, not to begin on with. First, no. On first meeting. No, definitely not. But uh, once he warms up, he's he's a from what I hear at least. I mean, I, I don't know him personally, but but he's a he's a, he, he's a good he's a good boy. He's a good lad. Um, as you guys cite the first purple flower. Um, she points it out to you. Um, what it looks like is essentially... This is where Josh's knowledge of flowers is just absolutely terrible. Um, they are large petals of a very, very deep, rich purple. There are a thin um, lilac stamen in the centre, if that's the correct technical term. I'm sure someone will correct mm-hmm. me. Um and, and they essentially grow on, like, a, a very dark green stem. Ah, uh, yes. You see, the, the meadow you seek is one, one mile further west. I'm not going there. Fraulein, do you think it'd be okay to pick some flowers? Of course. I mean, as long as you leave some for the bees. With little concern for what's happening around the discussion, Tikamir just heads straight for the flower and starts to examine and, and look at the, closely at the various details of it before plucking one and putting it in a little storage cavity in his chest. Oh, well, uh, must be off. Um, you'll have a lovely day. I, I hope it goes well with the bees. Bye. And, uh, Bye. Just, it was like, nice meeting you. Goes along. Excellent. And we are going to call it there uh, because one of us has to go lie his... Sinus destroyed head down and an attempt to not be conscious for a bit. Um, but in the meantime, uh, can I just get everyone to? I mean, pe- people should follow you guys, they should engage with you because, um, as, as, as far as we can all tell, you're all lovely to do so, uh, online and offline. And I mean, look, the reason we're playing together, um, is because one of us asked on Twitter, Hey, does anyone in Australia want to play D&D? That's all it takes. Except for except for Dan, who is playing with us because we work together, and he told me he was always the dungeon master. I said, "Got to bring you in for a game, man." Mm-hmm. Worked out. <laughs> Did work out. So, Cameron, uh, how can people track you down on social medias? They can follow me on Twitter at braggerman dot. Uh, sorry, at braggerman, or my website is at braggerman dot com. Or if they're feeling so inclined, they could check out uh, your other podcast that you're on. Uh, yes, it has nothing to do with gaming. It's all about education in Australia, and they can find that at terpodcast.com. Wonderful. Anthony, where can people track you down? Yeah, people can find me at tales underscore DM, at pretty much most uh, social network places. Uh, also on the podcast uh, called Tales of a New DM, which is also on most podcast places and it's a good podcast i like it i've been on it thanks um sorry uh heath where can people find you hello you can follow me on twitter at huddleford excellent and uh scary dan 
you can find me somewhat unsurprisingly at Scary Dan on Twitter uh, and Scary Dot Dan on Instagram if you like pictures of things like cats. <laughs> I love pictures of things. Yeah. <laughs> That's my favorite kinds of pictures. Don't know the things in them. Stuff and things. Excellent. And uh, my uh, yes. uh, Twitter handle is Nerdy People D N D. Uh, I run this podcast. I run. Um, well, I, I run this adventure. I'm also going to be returning to the homebrew world of um, essentially Curse of Strahd, but he's a railway baron that we're doing at the moment. Someone said it on Twitter, and it sounded like a cool idea, so I immediately started working on it. Um, and on the sister sister podcast that I am now running, and that'll soon have a web page. Better Homes and Dungeons. And it's going to have a logo soon. It's going to look very, very silly. Nice. And an apron. <laughs> <laughs> it still breaks me. It still works. I didn't hear any denials there. <laughs> Please don't. My wife will ask questions that I can't answer. Uh, okay, everyone, I will see you in a fortnight. Toodles. See you then. Bye. Bye. Bye for now. Bye. Bye.